So Captain Miranda takes number two to the engineering deck. Miranda wouldn't normally take the engineer wouldn't normally do the escorting themselves. But apparently engineering has the best coffee. A large bit of dialogue which is absolutely ridiculous. Did I? The posterior bit. Oh, I'm I'm still getting to that. What? That was before that. Uh we on about dead ass. <laughs> so she's so that conversation happens during the escorting? Right, okay. Yeah, but it was before was they set. went to engineering. If if you go up before the posterior bit, you'll see where it says, let me escort you to engineering. Oh, I see. I thought you literally just said, oh, then she takes her to engineering. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into the butt stuff, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I was, in, I was very, very worried that you were going to skip over the butt don't stuff. Don't worry. I've, I've got this under control. Yeah, we're all about the butt stuff. Hello, and welcome to our extra spooky episode of The Shipping Forecast. I'm your host, Dr. Franken-James, and joining me is Count Nick von Beigeheim. One, two, three, oh yeah! Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's a count. Oh, you're counting! Hey! Oh, he gets oh, it. You gotta, you gotta do the laugh, Nick. <laughs> Yeah, do the laugh. <laughs> the <laughs> the one drive shaft. Ah, 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 ah. There we go. And also joining us is the mysterious entity that we refer to only as Grace. Hi. Yeah, she's here too. <laughs> Been dead inside for years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll work on the dramatic entrances. Maybe I'll put some thunder in the background or something like that. Oh, nice! Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that could be fun. Um, you need some. Uh, you need one of your friends with a pipe organ to like. Um, you know. Oh yeah, one of my many friends who happen to have access to pipe organs. Do you know what? I w- sure. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of like samples like dance macabre by Bach. You could just shove in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Toccata and fugue. That one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nick, you probably do know someone with access to a pipe organ, don't you? Saying that, Jim, I would if I could. I would have a pipe organ if I could. In fact, um, there's a church somewhere in Hull which is selling one. Um, oh. <laughs> like a, like a, a full one as well. Like one you've literally got to rip out of the wall. Um, so I, uh, it's like 12 grand, and that's literally the only thing stopping me from buying it and kitting my house out with it. If it's for the show, we could write it off as a tax thing. Oh, yes. Oh yeah, yeah well, we still have to pay an amount. Where would you put but... it? <laughs> well, I put that like, what? How? Why the fuck is a church? That, is this sort of on like, I don't know, what was it called? Like Amazon Marketplace or like Facebook <laughs> Marketplace? There is it? no seriously. There is a there is a pipe organ on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> A full, a full size one that you've literally got got to rip out the wall and set set up somewhere else. And I want to set it up in my house. Okay, Nick. Here's the plan. Uh, say you're interested in buying it, but you need to test it out first, make sure okay. it's working. Yes. Then you go in. You can play us a theme. I'll record it. Then we just leave. <laughs> I know, but I wouldn't end up with a pipe organ in my house. Well, no, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> We'd still get a spooky theme without uh, without having to pay twelve grand, which none of us can afford. Yeah, that's true. But then again, I, I reckon we can probably pay a musician to just do one for us cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> What are we reviewing this week? I'm glad you asked. So, I have been reading a fic that we found from our Star Trek episode. This is The Good Ship Starfuck. Okay. Now, Starfuck is spelt uh, star and then F-U-K-C. Nice. Is that a reference this, to something? I don't know. It could it could be a reference to French, uh, French Connection, because they used to... I don't know if they still do, but they used to... Spell like oh, UK and it was yeah, it was one of the um, one of the very few ways as a kid you could get away with wearing a swear word. Exactly. Yeah, buying FC UK stuff. So it could be that because this is this book is tied to fashion in its own way because this is a crossover between Star Trek Voyager and The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> no shit. The 2006 film with Anne Hathaway learning about the fashion industry. Okay, fair which enough. Which meant I had to watch The Devil Wears Prada last week. Oh, shut up, you skipped the end. Yes, I, I skipped the last <laughs> 20 minutes because it was just kind of depressing by the end. When I went into this film, I thought it was going to be sort of the scrappy underdog girl who is unattractive but only because she wears jumpers like all Hollywood mid-2000s female <laughs> leads. And I thought she was going to like become like better and like show fashion that it's not just about what you wear, it's about who you are on the inside. But no, it was the opposite of that. Fashion sort of corrupted her, and she broke up with her boyfriend, and it was quite tragic. Oh, so, that's kind of sad. Yeah, so oh, I didn't yeah, enjoy spoilers it. Spoilers for the devil is Prada. <laughs> oh yeah, spoilers for a film that's almost fifteen years old. The devil wears Prada. <laughs> well, um, honestly, I um. I don't have to watch it now because you've explained the plot. You've ruined The Devil Wears Prada for me. So I think that was a pretty accurate description of the whole thing, to be honest. I can't remember if she gets back up, back together with her boyfriend. I swear she, it, like... It, I... It's, um, the ending's ambiguous. Oh. They talk, and then it turns out he is he's getting a job as a chef in, on the other side of the country, and they they both say, oh yeah, we'll find out. We can try and make it work. But... They ah, leave it on that. But they never do. Probably not. She gets a job as a journalist in the end, which is what she always wanted. But she dresses well now. And yeah. <laughs> and she dies she dies alone and unloved. In a pool Probably. of her own un- vomit. On well, the I, mean, Boy, and a I mean it's Anne Hathaway. <laughs> I'm sure she can I'm sure she'll do fine. Yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's Hollywood after all. So yeah. this fic doesn't actually focus on Anne Hathaway's character. This focuses on the particular devil in The Devil Wears Prada. Okay. The, the boss from the film, uh, Miranda Priestley, who was played by... I'm blanking on the name. Famous actress, though. That narrows it down. Oh, God. <laughs> um, let me Google that for you. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, plays, that's the one. Yeah. Yep. Who I know as playing a very different devil, Margaret Thatcher, in the film The Iron Lady. So she definitely has a type in the roles that she plays. <laughs> so, uh, this fic takes the character of Miranda Priestley, who is the bossy sort of fashion executive, and places her in charge of the USS Starfuck, which seems to be 
which seems to be a stand-in for the USS Voyager from Star Trek Voyager. Okay. This seems like an odd thing to do at first, but Miranda, the character of Miranda Priestley and the character of Catherine Janeway have one thing in common, and that is their obsession with coffee. Okay. Like, and this character looks at coffee the way um, the way Superhands in Peep Show looks at crack. Like, they're just <laughs> all in. <laughs> I know how she feels. Yeah. Oh, like you and cars. No, yeah. just, just me and coffee, to be fair. Okay, first thing that happens is Captain Miranda Priestley walking onto the bridge and demanding that her coffee be here right now. <laughs> and Captain Priestley walks in. She looks fabulous. Or as fabulous as one could look in a one-piece with no pockets. <laughs> as the standard Starfleet uniform has no pockets. It's one of the things that Starfleet and the fashion industry have in common is their complete disdain for pockets. <laughs> There's more parallels to this than meets the eye, really. Yeah, like, the more I read, the more... Yeah, the more I notice that, oh, it actually makes a lot of sense. Mm. <laughs> so, she gets her briefing about whatever's going on, demands her coffee. Uh, coffee hasn't arrived... She notes that the pilot will no doubt die from an exploding console at any moment. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So, that, so like, there's, there's a situation going down, like, there's red lights blaring around her, and they're going, oh my god, get to the bridge and shit like this, and she's going, where's my coffee? I'm not doing anything <laughs> until I get the my The red coffee. alert hasn't happened just yet. <laughs> yeah, after she demands her coffee, red alert happens, and the Borg show up. Oh dear. Yeah. Now, the Borg are kind of, they're like a cyborg race. They fly around in big cubes, and Miranda sees this as kind of very tasteless and unfabulous. They've got, the Borg have no sense of design, so... Of course they don't. Yeah. So she tells engineering they need the warp's drive right away, and engineering's like, no, we need more time. She's like, no, doesn't interest me, I want my warp's drive, and then she just walks away. (laughs) Uh, Is this accurate? This is accurate to the boss in The Devil Wears Prada. Uh, th- I thought it might slightly be. less accurate to Janeway. Right, okay. Saying that, Commander Watts' face is quite accurate, if you'll indulge me in Star Trek trivia. Oh, here we go. So, the Janeway second-in-command, uh, Chakotay, he famously phoned in his performance as the second-in-command. Oh, right, okay. He was cast. he's a Native American actor, who was cast as a Native American character, and the writers did no research on any of the Native American background stuff. They made it up. They hired a guy (laughs) who was meant to be a Native American expert, but he made it up and has been discredited, (laughs) even at the time was discredited as knowing nothing about it. (laughs) So the actor who played Chakotay was just not impressed with any of this, and he half-assed the whole thing. And that's why he's considered like quite a... Not a terrible character, but, like, a, f- a, a cardboard cutout. Yeah. yeah, a forgettable character. Yeah, he's he's probably the most forgettable second-in-command out of <laughs> Star Trek. And I don't think that's his fault. I blame the writing, but I think that's... it's appropriate that he's called Commander Watts' face in this. That's so, honestly excellent. Ten that's... out of ten. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's brilliant. <laughs> anyway, so the Borg... The Borg are yelling, the whole resistance is futile, you'll be assimilated. Miranda's all, yeah, blah, blah, we know. Uh, The Borg are here to propose a pact. Um, They will lend expertise and allow her to kidnap one of the Borg so you can develop an infatuation that will spawn fanfiction for years to come. (laughs) 
And in exchange, they want help with species 797-6876866, which are... This is based on the episode Scorpion. I can't remember if I said that now. You have And done. Okay, cool. Where the Borg want help from the Federation, because it turns out humans are creative and the Borg aren't, and they need creative ways to beat oh, right, okay. species. Anyway, Miranda agrees to this, anything to get rid of the Borg. So they beam over a Borg sidekick to help, and shock, this Borg is unfashionably dressed. <gasps> no. And she's going to need a makeover. Of course she is. Oh. Yeah. God. And she starts thinking about doing a spin-off show called Pimp My Borg. So, nice. my favourite line from this fic comes up next. We are two of one, the Borg intoned in a serious monotone. It looks like the Borg are not very good at fractions. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, Miranda refers to her as number two from here on out, and they take her to engineering. Is Scorpius, or that episode, Scorpion, is that how uh, Seven of Nine appears? Yeah. Ah, okay, yeah. So this is accurate, yeah. (laughs) So, number two is taken to engineering. Uh, Normally the captain wouldn't bother escorting anyone, but engineering has the best coffee on the ship. Of course. And it is also very slightly radioactive. And she believes that will help with her complexion. Um, okay. well, yeah, if she wants to be left looking like a lasagna, then yeah, I suppose. Well, yeah. there you go. Well, what's in is in. <laughs> so, Voyager's engineering deck is a lot more moodily lit than the Enterprise's, so I can kind of see where this is coming from. <laughs> but anyway, as they're walking along, uh, Miranda notices number two's butt. And number two notices Miranda noticing number two's butt. Okay. And there's there's a bit of conversation back and forth. Are you examining my posterior? And Miranda's like, oh, no, I'm just admiring the armor plating. <laughs> He's like, you're, you're either lying or aroused, Captain. I'm guessing both, based on your physiological responses. Is this where we copulate? The Borg asks bluntly. So this, so I think, happens The Borg has definitely where... watched porn before. The Borg has definitely watched porn. Right. Right. I think she says something really similar to Ensign Harry Kim in an actual episode. I'm pretty sure is this where we copulate is, like, a thing that she says. There's definitely some kind of awkward sexual tension in an episode. It's been a while since I've watched Voyager. Yeah, right, okay. But I, I really like Miranda's internal monologue after that. The copulates? Did Replicator have a recipe for an old-fashioned can opener? Did cans even <laughs> exist anymore? Why was she thinking about cans? <laughs> Miranda suddenly had the urge to use the can, but then she realised this was a show where people ate and drank and took showers, but they never attended to bodily functions. Yeah, that's... So she'd have to wait for the commercial break. That's very trek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she had no small pleasure... She had no small measure of satisfaction when she heard number two pick up her pace to keep up. That's it, my pet. Run for me. Play for me. Undress for me. Wait, what? (laughs) So Miranda is clearly kind of slowly becoming infatuated with Seven of Nine. Yeah, by somebody who literally just got here. Two of one. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's Swedish and blonde. 
Yeah, okay. The doors wash open dramatically. Um, Seven meets uh, Emily, who is... um... So Emily is the character in um, Devil Wears Prada. She's taking the role of Balana Torres in this as the feisty half-Klingon engineer. Right, okay. So Emily and the Borg are squaring up. They start dissing each other. (laughs) Miranda starts speculating about Emily's daddy issues, because presumably she has some, because her mother was a Klingon and her dad was human. Fair enough. So probably just didn't live Miranda very tries long. her best to get some coffee and then leaves. Oh, and I've ne- I've never quite understood why they went to engineering aside from to set up this uh, feisty ship that's going on. Right. I reckon the clue was somewhere earlier where he said the only way that would soothe her is coffee and like terrorizing her. Yeah, crew. like she only came for the coffee. There's no other purpose of this scene. And to be honest, I think that suits Janeway a little bit. <laughs> and how this was and how Janeway is normally written, and how Voyager is written, to be honest. Well, so she just rocks up, was like, I'm here for a brew, I'm gonna fuck off now. (laughs) I'm here for a brew and to cause drama so the plot can happen, (laughs) and then leaves. Perfect. So now she's just going off to terrorise all the sick people. (laughs) Yeah, more or less. Uh, She... So, thing about Voyager, they don't actually have a doctor on board. Oh, that's, that's good, a, isn't because... it? That's a bit of an oversight, isn't it? Ed, I mean, they had one originally, but he died. Growing up consoles, they're... they got no. They don't have to have a budget, but they've got no <laughs> fucking doctor, and now the Borg are just running around the engineering room fighting. Yeah, Voyager was not like, a well-organized <laughs> ship. But to be fair, they are stranded in deep space, and they've got to make do. What? But so their doctor died in the first episode, and they, as a replacement, they have the surely, emergency medical. Ho- Grace, let me was... finish. What? So their doctor died in the first episode, and as a replacement, they have the emergency medical hologram. Okay. Who they can just switch on, and he does like emergency doctor stuff. Right. And this fic has the emergency medical homosexual instead. Of course it does. Oh, because every fashion drama needs a sassy gay man. Of course it does. <laughs> so, that's where... Jeez. Sorry to interrupt, Grace, what were you saying? I was going to say, if it was the first episode, surely they hadn't even left the port yet. So, they left port, they get knocked by this weird space anom- anomaly to the other side of the galaxy, and half the crew are dead. Oh, how convenient. Okay. And then they have to get home. Um, and spoiler, make do. Spoiler alert for Voyager. Do they ever make it home? They do. Oh, good. Anyway, she activates the emergency medical homosexual, and she explains that she has kidnapped a Borg drone, and she needs a makeover. Of course. And he needs to do this over the rest of the series so that we can have a plot line. <laughs> so they know uh, they're the in dog- a TV series. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this breaks the fourth wall often. Excellent. Uh, so the doctor asks if she's been drinking radioactive coffee again. <laughs> and there's a long, awkward pause. And she, sa- she says, I'm just going to say it and quote it. Look, you photonic fag, just do as I say. That's what the script says. Oh, nice. And he replies, no, you look, you domineering dyke. This is not going to be simple, and it'll probably end up prolonging our trip home and causing all sorts of issues with the crew. 
So that's the other thing about Voyager. It is about Janeway trying to get them home. And most episodes end with them almost having a way home, but then using it would break their morals so they don't use it. Oh, how lovely. Mm. Yeah. Because Captain Janeway is standing on the Federation's principles and, no, we can't steal this technology that'll cut our journey in half and save lives of everyone in my crew. <laughs> I can see why I can see why she gets the reputation of um, as as the psycho then. Yeah, yeah, she really is. <laughs> <laughs> but Miranda's plan is she wants to start a Emily slash two fandom, get everyone sort of shipping, and then then the Star Trek fandom will last forever, long after the show's ended. <laughs> is that her whole and deal that- from this? Yeah, that's the plan. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, that's, I mean, that's almost a whole deal. Her other deal is looking for coffee. Well, yeah, apart from that, but seriously. Which brings me to the next scene, where Miranda is in Cargo Bay 2, trying to hack the replicator to make industrial strength coffee. <laughs> okay, so... So the caps is just there trying to jerry-rig the, uh, <laughs> the replicator, by give me coffee! <laughs> what? What a terrible captain. Wouldn't she just ask the engineers to do it? Yeah. <laughs> I assume the engineers aren't letting her have any more coffee. She's cut off. <laughs> She's just like, no, make me coffee. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Yeah. <sighs> but while she's doing that, she's called up to the bridge. And so she gets in the lift. It takes her up. She starts thinking about planning a way for Emily and number two to be stuck in a lift together. Um, and then maybe the heating will break so it's too hot and they have to take their shirts off. <laughs> then she starts wondering if there's cameras in the lifts. Oh and God. Yeah. So what we're learning from Miranda is she's thirsty both for coffee and for Tua and Emily yeah. <laughs> to bang. She wants Yuri and she wants coffee and she wants them both right now. <laughs> and that's fair. This this is becoming this is becoming a wild ride. Yeah, I'm I enjoyed this fic. Uh anyway, she arrives at the bridge and her coffee is finally here and it's on fire. Okay. And apparently whoever it's Cafe Flambe. So <laughs> the coffee has just been lit. Co- and, and coffee's oh, okay. <laughs> Is ca- is Cafe Flambe a real thing? I, I know you do it with like posh steaks. And I don't such. know. I'm I just going to Google do it. With it. Coffee. Cafe yeah. Flambe. Oh, this is apparently a real Cafe thing. Flambe. Oh, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of like uh, restaurants and stuff called Cafe Flambe. Ah. Um, what American? Okay, so a burning coffee does seem like it's a thing. Fair enough, I guess. Maybe I'm a tea drinker. I don't know. If I'm wrong, please write to us and then. I will retract my statement. In fact, right... Probably not. Oh, no. I've been on Google Images. There's a picture of a coffee cup on fire. In fact, um, write to yeah, us with the recipe, because that, that shit sounds amazing. Shit, Nick, just get a lighter and some Nescafe. How hard can it be? <laughs> just lace it with WD-40. <laughs> Don't lace your coffee with WD-40, Nick. No, lace it with radiation. Yes. Yeah, that's what's working for Captain Moran. Yeah, it'll do well with my, um, it'll do well with my complexion. Yeah, you pale exactly. <laughs> Anyway, disaster has struck, I'm afraid to say. Oh, no. The Borg have read the script. 
<laughs> and they know her intentions Disaster. to kidnap two of one and are now preparing to attack. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the captain took a sip of her coffee, carefully avoiding burning off her eyebrows in the process. <laughs> this was the perfect temperature for coffee. <laughs> of course. So, sh- so Cafe Flambe, probably a real thing. Yeah. Setting it on, drinking it while it's on fire? No. Yeah. <laughs> I want to try that. You, you've singed your eyebrows already. You don't need to do that. Yeah, yes, I have. But I, I still, I'd like to try Cafe Flambe. So Miranda orders shields up. And she starts wondering why they don't have seatbelts on the ship. <laughs> okay. And that it's a good point. All anyway, right, health and safety there's... aside, now what? So they battle the Borg. Yep. The Borg are being nasty, and they knock over the coffee oh, after the damage. Like, the ship starts shaking, and yet, coffee falls over. Oh, now she's angry. Oh, yeah. Mr. Nigel, she says, fire the cappuccinos. <laughs> what? And the, the bridge just goes quiet. She's like, you heard me. Fire the cappuccinos. And Nigel goes, well, sure. <laughs> Fair enough. So, they load caffeine into the torpedoes. And fire it at the Borg. Right. It breaks. It goes right through the shields, and the instant stimulation of thousands of combined minds with a heavy effect of espresso caused the cube to short circuit, and the hive mind start plotting a course towards Seattle, no doubt to assimilate all the coffee shops there. At least she's efficient. This just gets more and more ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets the Borg, <laughs> a hive mind, hooked on caffeine, and now they're going to conquer Seattle. Because they've got all the hipster coffee shops there. <laughs> you know, I can see why she's captain now. Like, yeah, that's honestly genius. She's got yeah. talent. And if I can bore you with Star Trek lore once more, no. The <laughs> I'm going to anyway. Oh. The Borg are almost always beaten with unconventional thinking. Yeah. Like you saw in First Contact, uh, Picard leads them into the holodeck, into like this '50s crime novel, so he can shoot them with a holographic Tommy gun. Because they weren't expecting it, and the she- they they weren't adapted for it, and that works. <laughs> <laughs> so because you- the Borg the Borg expect how high powered laser beams, they don't expect you to just Tommy gun them. <laughs> so you you just beat them by having original ideas. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> but once you have that idea, it doesn't work. Again. Yes. Yeah, I, I kind of got because that. they've got a hive mind, and they're like, oh, Tommy gun. We've seen that before. Yeah, we'll save that for and later. And it just works perfectly, yeah. They can shield against it. <laughs> and that's the end of the fic. That's... That was something else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did say this was a crack fic. Yeah, I mean, that that really was something else. I've never seen The Devil Wears Prada, but I've, I've kind of got, like... You've got a curiosity now. <laughs> yeah, I've got a curiosity now, which probably must be sated by... I'll be honest... I liked this more than I liked The Devil Wears Prada. Well, yeah, because there's... And I think this is weirder than The Devil Wears Prada. That film's a lot more grounded than this. Well, yeah, because there's no Star Trek in The Devil's w- Devil Wears Prada. Until Meryl. Well, no, yeah. but there is Meryl Streep, who's fantastic. There is Meryl Streep. There is Meryl Streep, yes. Who I think was better as Thatcher than Miranda. But that's just me. But yeah, any other thoughts? I quite liked it. I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah. I yeah. I would agree with that. I had fun with this fic, and I think I would read the Ravens stuff again. Yeah, it made me. Um, so. We'll put it this way: it made me express a curiosity into watching a f- 
a film that I have never watched before, so just so I can mm-hmm. get some of the jokes. So yeah, I mean, I will. Grace, are you now tempted to watch Star Trek Voyager? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather okay. watch The Devil Wears Prada again, if I'm honest. Oh well, there we go. We can all we can all watch it together. I, I don't want to watch it again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, we should probably move back into our Halloween mindset and away from Star Trek. Okay. Just so that Grace can feel better. All right, then give us your best <laughs> evil laugh. <laughs> Welcome back to the Halloween special. (laughs) So, I've been on the internet for a while, and I know for a fact that vampires are very popular. Oh, yes. Yeah. There was the whole... But who... I have a question for you both. Okay. Who is the best vampire? Define best. No. (laughs) Let's go into this fic. And find the best vampire. But I'm curious what your predictions are of who you think the most popular vampire will Edward be. Edward Cullen. Yeah, I'd, that was actually going to be mine. Look, what, in that it. case, in that case, why are we doing this? Because it's a foregone conclusion. It will be Edward. It might Cullen. not be though. <laughs> I don't think it. It might not be because uh, Angel from Buffy is also quite popular. Uh, yeah. As is Alucard from Castlevania. As is Count Von Count from Sesame Street. Of course. <laughs> um, oh, the greatest of all. There's Tom Cruise in that one film. Um, um, Blade. There's the Dracula in the Van Helsing film. Yeah, that's true. There's Dracula I don't know in. I if we're missing someone important. Yeah, yeah. same. Um, I can't think of either. Quite obviously a vampire and quite obviously, like, dick bait. Dracula? <laughs> Dick bit. <laughs> it could be Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lenore. No, she's not popular enough to be in the top ten. She is dick bait, though. <sighs> you're so gross. <laughs> you, you're the one who said dick bait. <laughs> no, not because of that. Just because you're just so thirsty, and it's like keep it together. Everyone, everyone's thirsty for Lenore. I'm not thirsty for Lenore. I haven't seen the. Yourself. I haven't seen Castlevania yet. <laughs> Nick, I know you. All right. You will be thirsty right, for that. <laughs> I'll sum it up, Nick. It's a ginger cartoon character who's a girl. Jessica that, Rabbit. And then. Nick's into it. Hold on. Not no no. Might as well be. I'm not gonna. Sh- I'm not gonna show the scene. There's a lot uh, less vavavum for Lenore than Jessica Rabbit. Right. Okay. <laughs> she she's a BDSM vampire, who's blonde with big tits. Right. Okay. Ginger. And ginger. Uh, okay. There's some fan art of her. Oh, that's a, oh. They don't look that big. Yeah, I'm trying to find a more racy one. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I'm. <laughs> Show him an actual picture of the character, not there fucking fan art. Oh, yeah, you can find you can find a lot more explicit fan art than that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can, but rule thirty-four and all that. Why don't you just, if you're trying to look for sexy vampires, why don't you just type in vampires? <laughs> sexy vampires? Then, yeah, sexy you know vampires. Yeah. And see what this is doing. a good way to solve this. I'm going to type in sexy vampires, and we're going to see who comes up first. Right, okay, doing the same. It's all it's all women that I don't recognise. Alright, they're just... Like, no definitive... Oh, okay. First one that's an actual character that I recognise is Edward Cullen. Of course <laughs> it is. Okay. Uh... 
followed by Tom Cruise in Interview with a Vampire. Okay. Okay. Is there um, any what we do in the shadows? No. I don't think so. Well, they weren't really there. There's, I, I find there's a lot of vampire AUs. Um, oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we should probably search AO3 instead of just typing in sexy vampires <laughs> into Google Images. Yeah, James is fucking... I'm going to read the synopsis of this first. An ancient evil from a world 10,000 years dead has awakened in a world full of fools, weaklings, and egomaniacs. It shall seek its blessing. It shall corrupt, twist, reprogram, till its mate is perfect. Though truth be told, she can only be grateful, as his dark blessing frees her from her true curse. So this is a Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> crossover with Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Sonic the Hedgehog, Amy Rose, Knuckles, and Dracula. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Fantastic. That's here. <laughs> right, let's. Let, this is Soul of the Devil go. by Thule 117. Thule 117? Oh, let's go. Hey, okay. So this is how it ends. <laughs> It's that sadness or nostalgia I hear in your voice. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. So this is about Dracula trying to seduce Sonic's girlfriend, Amy. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Just from skimming it through. Right. Okie doke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, this, this does sound amazing. Amy threw herself into the bed and cried. She would try and do something nice for or with Sonic... Sonic would either blow her off for some, blow her off for something else, or he would show up. And just as I, uh, it's cool. Yeah, so it's a love triangle <laughs> between Dracula, <laughs> Sonic, and Amy. Oh well, I guess we found the furries, oh didn't we? God. Yeah. Sorry, Alucard. Though I think he may turn out to be Dracula all along, because Alucard isn't mentioned. Oh, is it Alucard? Times. Is it a Castlevania thing then? Uh, Alucard's in things that aren't castle. Oh right, okay. So I've typed. I've just typed in vampire into the additional tags. Okay. And I'm getting a lot of Harry Potter. Yeah, there's a lot of um. Th- uh, I was Harry Potter and boy bands. Is that it? I was. I was saying there's a lot of AU stuff. I mean, I found a Sherlock one. Um, I think there's a couple of a Marvel one. extended universes in there as well. I mean, so we don't actually have to. Pick someone who's canonically a vampire to argue. Oh, right, okay. Like, you could argue your be- the best vampire is Harry Potter, for example. Oh, I get it. If you think if you think that'd be funny. Um, I did find a... Um... I found a tag that I need to explore that isn't vampire-related, but it is spooky. Right, okay. So this tag, it has four different fix on it, and the tag is Skeleton X Reader. You're being burned by some bones. Nice. (laughs) None of these fics are called The Bone Zone, and I'm kind of disappointed by You know what? I'm going to search Dracula Bram Stoker, because that has appeared among these. Go for it. Because he is the OG. Yeah, I'd be quite quite happy if we got, like, an uh, an OG Dracula. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm saving Le- uh, Let It Burn for me, 
and um, there is also something called Damon and Edward have hot man sex, and Damon accidentally gets pregnant. I don't know who I don't nice. know who Damon uh, Damon is. Mm, me neither. What? But what I have here is a crossover between Dracula, the classic Dracula, okay. and Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh, okay. Z. Okay, let's have a look. I've just posted it. So, it's based on Dracula. Uh, when Yamcha Harker leaves London to do business with an eccentric Count Vegeta, <laughs> his fiancée Bulma is left to wonder... <laughs> When she'll ever see him again, and where her friend at launch has gone mi missing with the mysterious Texan man with a tail. So that'd be Goku. <laughs> They're then trapped <laughs> with a Vayan hunter named Goku Van Helsing, <laughs> who later finds out, finds out from a man from the future that perhaps these Vayan. Oh, I get what Vayan is now. It's like Super Saiyan and vampire. And vampire. Yes. I see what they did there. <laughs> Can we make the joke? Uh, I, I don't have the joke, so go for what it. Does the f uh, what do your fangs say about his blood level? Oh, there's over 9,000 blood cells in there. <laughs> what? <laughs> so the cast is Prince, Prince Vegeta as, as Dracula. The, the third? Is he the third? Yeah, You've got to confirm apparently. that. Oh, okay. I've not actually watched Dragon Ball. I have. And Goku is his fan. His, Goku is Van Helsing. Excellent. It's, yeah. And this is 35,000 words long. Uh, wow. Who wrote it? Whoa, they've really gone to town. Uh, Royal Blue Roses. That's commitment, that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that that sounds quite funny, actually. Yeah, I'm putting this on the As Dragon Ball Z is, the only, is one of the only animes that I've ever watched. Would you like to review this one? No. <laughs> I mean... It's only five chapters long. To be I, fair. I don't know enough about Dragon Ball. To be fair, it was it was uh, one of the animes that I watched because my brother was watching it, and like Dexter's Lab would uh, be on after it or whatever, you know, uh, which was my jam. Yeah, Dex ha Dexter's Lab. However, I've just realised who Damon Albarn is. Yeah. Um, he's in Blur, the band. Uh, what did Blur do again? Blur do so song two. Woohoo! I got my head checked. Yeah. Buy a jumbo jet. Oh. Yes, pull up YouTube. That wasn't actually. It's a good song. Blur Song 2. That's probably the most famous one. Song 2. Blur. Do they do. Hang on a minute. Um. Oh, the Woohoo song. Yes. Yes. Um, and the Charmless Man as well. Okay. It's the, the Woohoo guys. Yep, them. So, yeah, apparently that's a thing. So he's a vampire in this? I don't know. I, I think I'm going to read into more of this, because yeah. apparently it's got Mpreg, Sparkles, Flashlights, Curious Use of Nutella, Weird Armpit lick and Weird Armpit Licking as well. Oh. I, I can put the Nutella thing and the armpit licking together. And that, yeah. Ew. I mean, I'm, I'm not king shaming, but that's that's an. And one. yeah, and apparently, him and Edward Cullen have sex, and he gets pregnant. No, sorry, oh. they have hot man sex. 
There is a difference. The best kind. Hot man sex. (laughs) Okay, so I'm I'm not quite sure what I can say about that either. I found something quite interesting. Counting the days by stories for travellers. And it is Sesame Street mixed with Twilight and Angel the series. And it's Edward Cullen and Count Von Count. Oh my god. Oh. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Excellent. I am here for this. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard you so excited. Nick, about don't be a darling. <laughs> fucking fan fiction. Oh. Okay. I've searched high and low for this. Yeah, I'm. I'm here for this. Let Let's have a look at. Um, yeah. yeah. When it is sent. Yeah. Put us uh, out of our misery. Counting, counting the days. I see what they did there. <laughs> Edward Cullen, ex Count von Count. So it's got Angel from Buffy in it as well. Right. And Elmo. <laughs> Is Elmo a vampire? Additional tags. Crack, crack pairing, angst and horror. Subversion of beloved characters from childhood. Appearance by foul-mouthed Elmo. No, I'm just thinking, hang on, based on an <laughs> Emily Dickinson poem. Yeah. Wow, this is highbrow. Let's get into it. I, I don't know any <laughs> Emily Dickinson poems, to be honest. I... I, I um... Gay Vampire Scandal on S Street was <laughs> headline. Emily Dickinson. But which one? Oh, this is... <laughs> the affair began with a simple question. Who are you? Edward demanded of the soft fuzzy man who had tried to run. <laughs> <laughs> I am nobody. Who are you? <laughs> I am nobody too. I really the count as no enemy. He was just as wary and weary as Edward was. Oh, this isn't this isn't crack. This is fluff, isn't it? <laughs> oh, because of because they're fuzzy. Ooh. Fine, fine. Stay with Mister Sparkly Cock. <laughs> they never admitted how much they adored each other. <laughs> the count's skin felt softer than lamb's wool to Edward's fingers. <laughs> yeah, because he's a puppet. <laughs> Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The last thing they wanted was to cuddle up in front of the TV and hear some dick from TMZ advertise yet another gay vampire scandal on S Street. It was bad enough they were found out about Oscar's high-priced gay of couples say that sex is the biggest reason they fight. Assuming Can either of you do a really good Elmo impression? (sighs) Oh my fucking god. Um, I can try. Because that line of Fine, fine! Stay with Mr. Sparkly Cock! (laughs) I think you've got it. Was was that a decent (laughs) Elmo? Fine, fine! Stay with Mr. Sparkly Cock! But tell him honestly that he needs to work on his technique! (laughs) I think it's as good as but we're going to get, to be fair. But explained that Edward was beautiful, uh, sparkly, had great hair, was loyal, and didn't enjoy killing humans. He added, Do you have any idea how hard it is to find a vampire like that? <laughs> 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 oh, oh this God. is... 
Edward was really, really, What's really into Ed? orgasm What's denial. What's wrong with his technique that they're fighting? Like, I, I don't know, but this is fucking gold. Um, oh, it's more of a problem yeah. with being willing than being able. <laughs> oh, da, da, da. He was really, really, really into orgasm denial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess this is, this is, this is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! And then uh, they confront the count. <laughs> oh dear! Oh no! It's got a sad ending. Oh no! Why? Why? Are you Edward doing... gets ma- Edward gets married to Angel instead. Oh no! <laughs> no TP. Oh, that's that's sad. Yeah. Poor count. <laughs> he didn't get his sparkly ga- uh, Still, vampire boyfriend that we all want. It Street, as it had been Count's home for 6,548 <laughs> days, then 6,549, <laughs> then 6,550. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but the 6,710th day was different. That day Edward's engagement to Angel was announced. And on that same day, Elmo, the entertainment reporter, was given his own show on Headline <gasps> News. Elmo betrayed him. Yeah. He started gossiping yeah. and became a... No. And became a pundit and bought a new car. Oh, oh. dear. Count took it as Elmo. a sign. He started the long walk to the swampy bog, staring at the ground, counting each step he took. He didn't look back. Oh, that hurts, actually. That's, yeah, that's yeah, very sad. I didn't expect to have my heart broken by this fic. <laughs> that is very sad. How could oh, you? Oh, my God. Very, very sad. This was everything, and it didn't end with fan service, which is which, which, kind of refreshing. Okay. <laughs> I found yeah. a very short one, and it's not quite... Um, it's not quite vampires. Ooh, okay. uh, it's called Severus Snape and the Curse of Sparkles. Okay. Basically, uh, Snape wakes up and he's covered in sparkles, like Edward Cullen. Oh no! And he's a he's a little bit put out by this. <laughs> but on the plus side, he's got legions of screaming teen fangirls. <laughs> Just as Snape. Yeah, I mean did. as. As much as um, as much as Snape did anyway, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Hold on. So the relationship is Severus Snape slash adoring Twilight yes. fangirls. Wow. wow. <laughs> and um, yeah, it. Hold on. So this fake starts with Snape looking in yeah. the mirror. Can can Twilight vampires appear in mirrors? Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I I need to. Well, I don't need to read the books. Okay. Lavender scented bottles. Important question for the listeners. Can vamp- can Twilight vampires appear in mirrors? I need to know and I don't want to Google it. <laughs> yes, you do, you and you're going us. to. Yeah. yeah, I probably will. Oh, oh dear. Um... My Surferus, you're looking very sparkly today. I'm covered in glitter and it won't come <laughs> off. Snape shouting. <laughs> do something. <laughs> I like how your uh, your version of Snape is the same one in Pop- uh, Potter Puppet Pals. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. I'll take that. I was aiming for Alan Rickman, and that was yeah. As close instead, as I could you get. got Neil Cesariga doing a, doing an impression of Alan Rickman. So <laughs> I, I can take that. Neil is a very talented yeah, nice. man. 
Um, okay. okay, let's see. Warning's a bit of Twilight bashing <laughs> as well. <laughs> well. Well, we're all here for that. Oh, it's, it's all it was. Is um, I've literally just searched the two words vampire and crack. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry, my mental image is just this 80s vampire with a yes. just kind of <laughs> putting his nose across all the tables in a disco like... Yeah, that's it. It's like, it's like the, the, the crack version of Tony Montana, you know, the, the vampire version yeah. of Tony Montana. Uh, uh, um, uh, I'm here to drink for crack. <laughs> One key, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Two keys, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> um, yeah, all it was is okay. um, I, uh, I found a crackfic about um, half vampires, apparently. Uh, the pairing yeah. in it is Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Nice. So, yeah, this is... Uh, it's called Bernie Clips. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, here, and here it is. I'm just going to... I'm just going to post it up. Cool. Um, appa- apparently, the uh, it's part two of the Vampire AU, I guess, series. What's part yeah. one? I'm just going to check who who's... Oh. It's the same pairing in part yeah, one. Yeah, Sanders and Trump. But also Bernie and Hillary are in here, too. <laughs> I... Breaking Donald is is part Breaking one. Donald, of course. Then we've got Bernie yeah. Clips. Oh, Breaking Dawn, yeah. And I so the it. senator fell in love with the Donald. Uh, oh. Unconditionally and irrevocably in love. <laughs> Notes. This is the stupidest thing I've ever written. You're fucking telling me. I reckon it's going to be great. <laughs> no, no, that's what the author said. Oh no, I got Donald Trump as a pet name in this. Hello again, my blood orange. <laughs> blood orange. <laughs> oh. Call me that and I'm going to switch from blood orange to blood swan. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Um, That's wild. Bernie, Bernie and Trump as vampires. There it is. Wow. By the annoying alien. Thank you for giving us a laugh. So, Grace, what's that one you've posted? Um, I've honestly forgotten because I'm currently reading a Strad von Zarovich Donuts and Dragons um, one. You posted a fiend in feline shapes. Oh, yeah, Dracula gets stuck when he turns into a cat. It's uh-huh. a surprisingly what? common alternate universe where someone gets turned into a cat and they can't turn back. <laughs> huh. This isn't sexual, is it? I don't think so. I haven't looked okay. at the tags. Huh. I'm looking at the tags now, and apparently the working tag is sadly not bunicular. What's a bunicular? Bunicular is a rabbit Dracula. Oh, is that a real thing that's separate? I think. Because that's what I was going to ask. Like, oh, tell yeah, me bunicular about is a TV series about a vampire rabbit. Oh, oh okay. I see. I was hoping it was like a fandom thing where like, Dracula turns into a bunny. Yeah, sadly not bun. Teen uh-huh. audiences are not. Okay. Oh, so Dracula gets stuck as a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Not on purpose. Can't turn By back. Poraxes. Lisa had been dating the vampire wizard for a few years. She knew magic when she saw it, but she had never had to do it herself. For one thing, magic was stupid, and for another, Dracula was right there. 
And then Dracula got himself stuck as a cat. No, it wasn't on purpose. And no, he didn't change back. She asked. At least he's adorable. Okay. I've, I've not read any of this Cute. yet. But I'm assuming he was trying to turn into a bat. And he got the spell slightly wrong. <laughs> because being a vampire, he would turn into bats yeah. quite often. Yeah. But no, he just mispronounced one word and the spell. One of the hand gestures was slightly off. And he becomes a cat. <laughs> oh Excellent. God. Oh, I love how it starts. Um, the one thing Lisa appreciated about Dracula, he had never been clingy. And it goes on, and then she was surprised to see a missed call and two texts worth of random key mashes from Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> so just, he's turned himself into a cat. He's typing on his phone. Like, Ow. <laughs> yeah, I'm a cat. I also can't type anymore because I've got paws. Uh, she's just too busy, so she ignores it and like goes to bed. <laughs> oh my god! It's not a panther. It's just a really big kitty. Oh dear. This this sounds adorable. <laughs> oh god, she knows that glance. Lisa, Lisa. Oh no! <laughs> it's got red the cat's eyes. Cat's name is Dracula. <laughs> Wow, Dracula agreed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Come okay, on. this is incredibly wholesome, and I'm going to read this every time I have a sad day. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> oh my <Okay>. god. So, <laughs> His name's Dracula. Have? Lisa nodded straight face and had he bites. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone know what cowardly masturbation means? Ca- cowardly cowardly masturbation. masturbation. Yeah, it's a tag. It's like brave For masturbation, but less. My roommate's a virgin vampire, <laughs> which is a Star Wars uh, vampire alternate universe. What's brave masturbation? Like striding down the street or something? That's how, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Cock out with the Trafalgar. <laughs> Look at me, everyone! Like, and if, one if, out. if that's the case, then surely cowardly masturbation is just how everyone else does it, just sort of in their home, sort of furtively trying yeah, to be seen. Yeah, with the top of your laptop screen camera. Yeah, with the with yeah. the doors locked and bolted, and um, yeah. Oh, oh, apparently. Um, oh, well, okay. Um, it's not strictly vampires, but I found a Buffy and Titanic crossover. Oh, apparently. Right. So I'm pretty sure Buffy vampires can't go on water. Well, yeah. It's a, it's a short fic, yeah? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Buffy herself, it's not actually the vampire, which is why I only mentioned it in passing and uh, didn't go any further you know, further into it. Well, Buffy's main two ships are with vampires. David didn't. So I can't... And to be honest, that makes her a pretty poor slayer, if you ask me. Yeah. Huh, yeah. yeah. <gasps> I found a Glee one. Of course you have. I've seen a few of them, actually. <laughs> But I don't know. I don't know enough about Glee. Yeah, I don't know enough about Glee, and I'm not willing to watch all of Glee in nope. two weeks. <laughs> or Yuri on Ice. Or at all. I don't know. Part of me wants to watch Glee because half the cast of The Flash and Supergirl and all of those come from Glee, and I think that's quite all funny. right. Okay. Like, because they all got like serious acting roles afterwards, and they. Were very different from that's, what I've seen. That's nice, though. Yeah. At least, at least they weren't ty- um, typecast, I suppose. Mm. Like the guy who currently plays the Flash is a gay villain in one of the series of. Glee. Oh, nice! <laughs> How can you have a villain and in it, Glee? 
Uh, I think it's rival singing groups. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you can have a villain in Pitch Perfect, you can have one in Glee. Yeah, definitely. In two weeks' time, these foolish mortals will attempt to appease me and I... My thirst for shit fanfiction. Only one will prevail. Good night. <laughs> and that's the cat scratching at my door. Hello, Pepper. <laughs> Join us in two weeks from now, where we will have the final battle to find the best vampire of them all. Oh, it was very corny. Join us next week if you dare. <laughs> that was good. Why don't you? <laughs> why weren't you doing that accent the entire episode? <coughs> ah, that. <laughs> because no, it's very, very difficult. You that one out on us, like right at the end, bastard. Yeah. Ugh. Next time on the shipping forecast. And and that next episode will go up on Halloween as well because I've just checked the calendar, and that's roughly when our oh we timed that well, is. didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. Totally planned that one. Yeah. Well, you told us last week. <laughs> I don't think I said so that. So we, on the we show did. Last uh, week. We did plan it. Just away from listeners' pry, uh, prying yeah. ears or prying eyes. <laughs> yeah, we did. I'm just checking if we can do the same thing for oh, Christmas. Oh, that'd be good. I don't know. Yeah, a Christmas well, carol. But yeah, thank you for listening, and. If you want to know who the best vampire is, tune in next time. Join us next time on the Shipping Forecast. Join us if next time. If you dare. If you dare.